So it is almost 2019. It's very close. By yeah, the time that uh, this is out, it will have been 2019 already. Yes, there's no way I can edit this and post it in the same night. So the question that I posed to you and on face on over Facebook, I am earlier, mm-hmm. James. Yeah. What are your favorite things from? And it doesn't have to be shit that came out this year. Just things necessarily, that happened, or things I watched, or something that I enjoyed. Favorite, whatever the fuck. Just five fucking things that stood out to you. This Google.com says Kerp. I'm okay. trying to get to my list. Uh, um, this won't be five, like anything. It's not going to be in like chronological order, one way or another. Yeah, or it best kind order of came, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or just kind of randomly there. Mm-hmm. Um. We'll each list a thing one at a time and talk about it. Sure. It'll be dope. Um, I started going back to college. Or I didn't know I talked about that in our first you episode. Did, but like, I don't know if I ever told you to... how fucking like, cool I think that is. Because like, every single person in our old like high school friend group that was a dude. Mm-hmm. like Every single nerdy dude. Out of all of them, only one of them I can think of actually finished school properly. Yeah. And the rest are fucking dropout weirdos. Yeah, which is what I was like. Yeah, and I, I am too. But like, that's a different situation, in my opinion. I mean, because you have to, f- I factor in the whole HIV element and the the, the subsequent breakdown, uh, as opposed to white boy, rich white boy problems. Sure, but uh, I'm, yeah. Uh, so no, enough I'm shade happy about that. Yeah, um, I think that's a very significant thing. When are you going to finish? That was a question I don't Uh, think I ever asked. So, I think it'll be the end end of summer 2020 or the end of spring 2020. Oh, so like a year and a half-ish? It'll be a two-year program, but I'm done with my first quarter. Oh, okay. So, cool. Uh, well, shit. Well, if, okay, so that, like, changes the list. I didn't think you were going to get all fucking sentimental. No, I just, like a, I figured that one is maybe the most significant thing. I'm- it is the most significant, you big old fucking gay wad. What about you? Uh, I moved to Denver, if we're going to be like that. Yeah, like, that's that was a pretty big, pretty big deal. That was, yeah, a real big fucking deal. And it's not been easy. Uh, I'm admittedly feeling very lonely out here. But, like, a lot of that is either a result of or me projecting onto the people who I am already friends with from mm-hmm. from Casper, specifically, right. including my family, who make no attempts to contact me themselves. That's been bothersome. But, like, overall, it has been a, a positive experience. It's been an experience that's made me grow as a person. Mm-hmm. No, that's how it was for me with my Seattle move. Um, that was like a sig- very significant thing for me. So I get, I, I get that. That's a big deal, man. I did Twitch quite a bit over the the beginning half of this year. I got. What did my- your growth look like there? Um, I I don't know. I haven't. You don't pay attention. Really. I mean, I did when I was doing it more significant, like when I was doing it consistently. But since going to college, I w- I haven't really been doing it. But. I got a check, you know, I made a hundred ish dollars doing. Okay. So that's not insignificant. Right. And the two of us are going to make a whole fuck ton of content and probably Twitch bullshit this year. I'll probably be streaming a lot more after college and I'll try and find times to stream in between then. Mm -hmm. But 
I I really got to try and do that. And I thought that was cool. I mostly did pinball stuff, which I'll also talk about later. Yeah, I, I've I have been compiling pinball related. I've been watching pinball related videos. Really? And compiling. Yes, I've been doing some. I have questions that I'm going to ask you in an episode. We're going to do oh, a shit. whole episode okay. about two things. I want to like. It's going to be a very you centric episode, and we're going to talk about fighting games and pinball. Two things that two. I know almost nothing about. Yeah. Uh, and would like to learn more about. Two things that I really, really, uh, like, really like, though. Like, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, I got, what else? I have a whole list of things. Sabrina. I have to talk about Sabrina, because Sabrina was such a big part of this year for me. Part of the last couple of years, where I was just like, uh, the, the short version of the story is, I did meth once, and I'm going to talk about this on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did meth once, and the experience left me awake for the most part for, like, the better part of four or five days. Right. And during this time, the only thing that kept me grounded and not, like, losing my goddamn mind uh, was Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So I became attached on a very emotional level to this character in the show. Uh, I still refuse to watch the final season because they took the, the, the aunts left the show. And they were the best part. <laughs> so, sorry, Melissa. I don't give really that much of a fuck about you. Uh, so, like, I was really excited for Sabrina. And the best part of being excited for something and it coming out is when it lives up to expectations. Right, yeah. And Sabrina absolutely did that for me this year. What's your next thing? I, your list is more interesting than mine. All right, I'll go with the least interesting thing on my list, but... It, okay. <laughs> it was something that I was really excited about. Um, Humble brag. Uh, world peace is the, I, is the I, list I, item. Yeah, I finally got world peace. Um, <laughs> it was really nice. I, I thought it was pretty cool. I haven't really touched it in a few months, but... <laughs> um, no, I got... I finally got my fourth Mox Opal for my modern magic deck. Oh, that's a big... That's an expensive card. Yeah, it's a really expensive card. How much is that card... How much did you pay for it? Okay, I didn't pay anything for it. I traded cards for it, right? So I traded a Cavern of Souls and a Gemstone Caverns. And together, they're worth, at the time of trading, about $80. And so was Mox Opal. Mox Opal right now is 100 So it was, like, a good trade. Also... yeah. I'm looking at TCG Player. I don't know if that's what we still use because yeah, it's been like we'll be four use. years since I worked. Uh, but the normal price is ninety one, and the foil price is two two eleven. So that's. So I was really happy about that. Now my modern deck is that much better. I've been playing a lot of Magic Arena, but okay. one thing that I have decided for the new year because I need to make some nerd friends. Yeah, dude, I need you some. Need a- I need some straight. As much as I love to make jokes about being heterophobic, I legitimately need some non like maybe like maybe some lesbians or a, a, a something that isn't a gay man in my fucking life that isn't at Macy's and that isn't like on the other side of the country. <laughs> yes, or in Canada. Right. So it's like I'm. I'm gonna start playing Magic uh, Standard. Ugh. Ugh. Unless I can find an EDH group that can tolerate well, my... I mean, that's what Magic Arena is anyway, so... Yeah, but, like, I want to make... 
I want to interact with a social group. But yeah, I yeah. guess if I'm, that's what I've been, I bet I could order the exact deck deck I've been using in Probably. Arena. Actually, it's not terrible. Standard it works. Deck pretty cheap too. Yeah, like EDH was like would have been my EDH deck is like not a cheap stack of cards, but like I happen to be very to be pretty well liked when I worked at Game Crossing mm. for the most part. Uh, anyways. I tended to be very well liked, so like people would be like, "Hey Kyle, here's a because I play blue mono and basically nothing else, and right. I was known for that, and I was known for a very specific flavor of that bullshit." Right. Uh, and so people would be like, "Kyle would like this card, so they 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 uh, Kyle will get more out of this than I possibly could." Right. So then I, I would shove it in my blue deck, and then it became a time travel deck. I call it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it sometimes kills me. Uh, what about you, man? What's next? I want to talk about Carly Rae Jepsen. Okay. Wait, She released on. one song this year. Okay. It's the best song released all fucking year. Uh, it's called Party of One. Oh, okay, yeah. Party I for One. Yeah. Uh, you watched it? Yeah, I watched it with you, man. We watched it on uh, that SciTube thing. Oh yeah, because like I was like super jiving on that song at the time. Um, I'm not gonna play it right now because that would totally interfere with your audio. But it was a great song, and Carly Rae is the queen of literally everything. Among those things, uh, leaning on things. She's the queen of ladders. Uh, she's the queen of partying by herself. Uh, Self pleasure, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I like that was just something big for me this year uh was that specific song i, I jammed to it and a bunch of remixes released and they're just as good as it so you should go listen okay go listen people yeah but like I, obviously everyone's already heard the song so like i don't know what i'm talking about because it's carly ray and everyone loves her i mean in your world yeah that's a true fact me and Tad absolutely became closer friends after we bonded over Carly Rae. It was really funny. Anyways, your last item was less exciting. What What is more exciting? This, this is like a two-in-one. Okay. I think we've stopped counting, so just like whatever the fuck at this point. It it started in December of last year. Uh, my pinball. Okay. Like me getting into pinball started. Right. I went to visit my grandpa and there was a pinball machine there and I was playing it. And then I sent a picture to my friend Sparky, who I knew had mentioned stuff about pinball to me previously. Yes. And he like asked me a question about a certain table, like a certain pinball machine. And I like, I think he thought I knew more about pinball than like I did, but I did my research anyway. I was like, well, he's asking me for help, so I'll do it. And just in, yeah. in doing this, I uh, I just got really into pinball. Uh, That's a cute I went to a convention in June called the Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show. That was a blast. I met I met people through streaming and You've going. You made to that. pinball friends. Yeah. Oh. Like, I think part of it was like a distraction from um, from like my breakup, which it's. I broke up with my ex like over a year ago. I'm I'm past it now. But like at the time, 
I think it was like a nice distraction that I needed. Yeah. Um. So a yeah, healthy one a too. Big, big thing for the. That's a really healthy way to cope with a breakup. That's like, that's like an indie movie. <laughs> it's so cute. I love it. It, it. It just occurred. I like it. I like it. Uh. So the, the, these two go together. Uh. As just something that I really enjoyed using this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Is Google Home. I I have purchased both an Amazon Echo and a Google Home. Okay. Uh, well, the, the Amazon Echo was a gift. Oh, okay. uh, I wouldn't have purchased an, an an object outside of the Google ecosystem, but I have both. Uh, I have the Echo in here, and I have the Google Home in my bedroom. And combined with YouTube Music, uh, a lot of people will not like YouTube Music. Yet, uh, they're in the process of merging Google Play Music, which is more iTunes-esque, right. into YouTube Music. And so YouTube Music will eventually have like all of those features, including uh, you can upload your own stuff to the service is, an, is something that's coming. Okay. Uh, but I use YouTube. I like remixes and fan-made content a lot. So YouTube Music is a good fit for me. And anyone who pays for YouTube Music gets the other thing, like Google Play Music, like they're a two-in-one service. Right, and like all the YouTube Red original. The YouTube Premium features, like supporting your yeah, like I support YouTubers uh, a little bit more financially from my views, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Love those two features. They work. Those two. Uh, those two uh, products. They work really well together. Uh, I've basically sold my soul to Google at this point. For the sake of convenience, like I own, I have a Chromebook as my secondary computing device. Uh, this year, they did a new a pro, something called Project Christini, which I would one of my more exciting moments this year, but not a favorite thing. Uh, is it in because Google Chrome OS is built on top of Linux, so they built in like they made it run Linux apps. Before you were limited to things that run on Android or the web. Now, for more complex things that don't currently have good Android apps or web alternatives like GIMP. I don't like GIMP, but I'll use it in a pinch. Right, same. Stuff like that runs on Chrome OS now, which is like super duper handy. Uh, But yeah, I've sold my soul to Google. Um, I don't really care anymore. Like, I'm... They made a new. They made a new tablet. The Pixel. The Pixel Slate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't buy it yet. Yeah. Because currently, uh, the way that the system is an- uh, running animations in tablet mode, it doesn't do the the math the same way, and and laptop desktop mode. I just uh, don't the way the price worth it though. Like that's the biggest oh, thing. Oh yeah, like, but like this is. I a, would sooner a, buy, um, like a a, a thousand dollar Surface. Yeah. Yeah. But there aren't just Pixel Slate tablets running Chrome OS. There are cheaper alternatives. Right. Uh, but those also have the animate the slow, laggy animations problem, which is actually something that Google has and has uh, like admitted in the last couple of days that it is a focus of development currently. Like they're going to fix that problem so that the user interface becomes more responsive. Um, that's cool. Right now, since you can run, you can very easily run Android apps on Windows. Uh, I can't recommend a Chrome tablet, 
unless you're like a Chrome fan. Right. Uh, unless your whole ecosystem is running out of Google Chrome, I can't recommend it at the price. Uh, but a cheaper alternative, like my Acer Chromebook R11, can be found as cheap as 120 some places. Right. Like, why would you buy a thousand? Okay. I don't know. Someone might, there might be a use case, but. Well, there's a use case now. There are two features coming out in the near future that make high end Chrome products more viable. First is Project Campfire. Which allows when when uh when uh Intel based Chromebooks to or not Intel based x eighty six based Chromebooks to run to dual boot Windows. Okay. So th- there's that, and then there's a new thing coming into Chrome OS itself, which is a flag that lets you can toggle that will use more system resources, but once enabled, gives cr- Linux apps GPU support. So Steam. Okay. And a thing that came to Steam very recently. Uh, I forget the name of the of the actual of software, but it basically it's a an uh, a layer that lets Windows games a lot of games thousands of Windows games now to run natively in Linux like no weirdness no virtual machines you just click install and Steam does the work to make the game play in Linux. Hmm. So like Linux and Chrome OS as a result are becoming a lot more lot more viable option for computing and as a result the hardware is getting more expensive though youtube's implementation of chrome os is still patchy and uh inconsistent across the board that's my review (laughs) all right all right what's the what's the uh next thing in 2018 did you i just that was mine i just kept talking okay okay um my last thing this is my fifth thing is um high score girl it's like a they Netflix brought it to America basically. Yeah. Um, it was released earlier sometime in Japan, but it was brought over by Netflix. It's a, an anime set in the early 90s um kind of around arcade culture. It's like these high schoolers slash middle schoolers going to these arcades and it's a really cute story. I really like it. It's a neat And it's set in animation. the 90s, you said. Yep. Early nineties. Early. I love that time era. Yeah. Uh, uh, Japan specifically, but yeah. Well, te- like the specific part of that era that I love. Uh, one thing, one element is t- the technology, and technology looked about the same across the board. And I, right. I miss those translucent plastics. Right. Uh, the colored ones. I wish they would make phones that look oh, like you're that. Go- you're gonna love. I mean, not with the phone stuff, but you're gonna love yeah. high school. Or- high score girl when you watch it it's you know it go it talks about like the the turbo graphics it talks about super nintendo and the original playstation release and stuff like that and it's just like oh man i can't believe they're talking about this stuff it's it's really cute though a lot of nostalgia factor uh so since your last suggestion was an anime my last favorite thing is an anime uh this year uh so, uh, well, for, for background, uh, Madoka Magica happened, like, in 2012. Right. And that set off this chain reaction of Magical Girl revivals. And that led to Sailor Moon Crystal, which was fucking a garbage fire. Uh, but then, a couple years later, we got what was great. This is great. Card Captor Sakura Season 4. Okay. 
Like, they didn't reboot it like every fucking other weirdo. They're just like, yeah, we're just going to keep going. And they put out, they started putting out a new manga. And I avoided that just to watch the anime. And now they're doing the anime. And the anime was fucking great. Like, it was animated beautifully. And it extrapolated not only on things that happened in Cardcaptor Sakura seasons one through three, but also Holic uh, and Subasa. They brought Subasa back, or is that a a character in in Card Captor or not? Sorry. No, in, no. They okay. So like a bunch of things happen that relate Card Captor Sakura to Subasa. Okay. Uh, and unless you're aware of those details, you're not going to notice it. It's going to happen so fast that like like it's you're not it's not going to mean anything unless you know what you're looking for. But like all of it is mentioned, all of it is referenced. Uh and it's really interesting, and it really extrapolates on the 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 mechanics of magic in that universe. Ah, uh, and the new cards are transparent; they're really neat looking. Awesome. And I and I just fucking love magical girls. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna finish up the whole series with a movie. So that's gonna nice. be fucking that's gonna be fucking dope. Yeah, but if you're not familiar with Card Captor Sakura, uh, it's not gonna be fuck. You. Like I watch Card Captor Sakura, I don't know where you would do that. <laughs> mm. I can't make that like suggestion because I think the only place is like Crunchyroll or some shit. But the new season is on Hulu, so that's where okay. I watched it. But yeah, I'm out of things to say this episode. I've talked too much. <laughs> I hope everyone has a happy new year. Yeah, and at the rate we've been going, I'm pretty sure we'll have a new episode recorded at least Heck yeah. by the second week that's of That's our January. new year revolution. Just that shot. specifically, doing that one thing. That's yeah. our entire next year's New Year's resolution. Yeah. We're going to we're going to reach it and then we're going to stop uploading entirely. Maybe. We'll see. I don't even want to commit to that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Commit to stopping. Yeah, that's more than we can, like... <laughs> Bye. Bye.